Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. is an aspect of liberation in Buddhism, you know. It's like, you can change. Things can move. Yeah. It's so liberating. I think it's interesting for, for me, um, or perhaps it might be interesting for you, coming at it from a therapeutic point of view, I work as a psychotherapist, and um, one of the things that really has struck me so forcibly in my work as a therapist, but also uh, working with Reggie, is this sense that what we're talking about here is not the, our, our total experience as a, as a human being. It's not the, the amazing, uh, precious gift we have as a, of a human life. Um, we're talking about that constricted, sort of toxic, clenched ego ideal, what, us, what our life should be. All these ideas that we have that kind of squish and constrict and tie up... Um, the energy of our lives. Uh, I, I completely misunderstood this for, me, for many, many years as I was practicing because I, I let my ego, this ego idea, okay, now I'm, and now I'm going to be, you know, I was going to be a big famous TV presenter. I was going to be you know, rich and successful and I was going to love me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I was like, no, that's bad. Now I'm going to be a rich and successful Buddhist or, you know, I'm going to be a really, you know, it's the same, it was exactly the same mechanism but I just picked up a different stick, you know, a different kind of like, it was like, it was the egomania in Buddhist drag, basically. Um, and, and, and what I've come to realize is that any of those constrictions, that I am this, I am that, they're so limiting. It's a, it's a, a shutting of the lens. And I think there's, there may be a... You know, it would be interesting to talk about this, but certainly in the, in the tradition that I practice in, there is a significant, uh, perhaps a difference from the Theravadan uh, view on it, that fundamentally, when we're not scrunched, when that ego kind of constriction is not there then we are enlightened material, then we are the enlightened quality of the Buddha. This is a, the quality of what they call the Buddha nature, which is a characteristic of the Mahayana, this, uh, this later manifestation. It's a way of thinking about experience that actually we're already enlightened. There's a quality of Buddha nature, and I know this is sometimes disputed in, in the Theravada, but there's this sense that actually the radiant, unimpeded nature of being alive, which is so precious and so glorious, and being part of the sacred world that, that we are part of, uh, that it's, it's sort of a painful constriction. And this is, the, this is how you would describe suffering. This is what the, the self, this idea of the self, is not the, the total kind of Buddha self, the kind of Buddha nature is, is what we want to free up, but it's this constricted nature of the self, this habit of the mind to limit and, 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 and think of us as separate. So there's a whole wonderful mechanism that the, the Buddha describes of the five skandhas, these five sets of constriction. First, we, we see ourselves as separate. You know, there's, we're not, you know, there's them and me. There's a separation. And, and then there's a sort of feeling tone between that. You know, I, you know, I like that or I don't like that. And then there's a sort of action about it, you know, pushing away or pulling towards. And then there's a whole story that we spin about why it's okay to push that one away and it's okay to hang on to this one. And then there's the whole, you know, 
act of consciousness which sort of edits out all the contra- contrary um, evidence so that our story stays really, uh, really s- secure. So this is, if you like, the trick of ego, that it builds this cast iron. Now, I am real, and this is real, and I should kill this person, and I should steal that, and I need to hold on to my house, and I need to get rid of that person, and that person's bad. And that whole story is so claustrophobic. It's so exhausting. And, and for me, uh, that has been the recognition of where my suffering comes, these ridiculous stories that I walk around the streets of London and, and Brighton sort of like telling myself over and over again about why I'm hard done by or why this person shouldn't be in my life or this person did me wrong. Uh, and to let that go, to kind of just be empty, this is how I experience at the moment, this sense of emptiness, is, 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 feels like a liberation. It feels like these, these, these terms that I have always carried around as concepts suddenly feel, they feel like they're real. It feels like that, that unclenching is, is, is a lived experience. And I, and I find it, you know, the, the emphasis in my tradition of the body, I find it, it's really wonderful because it gives you a space where you can actually experience that. Because the thinking head, the cognitive head, you know, if you start thinking about not thinking, then you're just thinking. So, so to have a space in the body, and I know that in the Thai, the Thai forest tradition is great reverence for the body as well, a kind of sense of the body's importance. Uh, this I find is, I think, this isn't perhaps a new or certainly an emphasis on, on Buddhist practice that certainly when I started out I, I wasn't aware of. And that's been, it's been really transformative for me. Thank you for listening and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.